Hello, welcome to the God in the Podcast. We review movies, not just, you know, what they are, but why we like them. We try to go deeper. Um, and at the end, we see if it passed the gauntlet by uh, ranking it with our system. It's a tough so I'm thing Zach. to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm Zach, one of your hosts, and... I'm Dominic, the other host, movie buff. The other host. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> this week, we're going to be reviewing Mission Impossible 3, which doesn't yeah. have a name other than... It doesn't. It's just, I, I, I was trying to Google it. I was like, what's it called? And like, yeah, me too. Mission Impossible 3. So yeah, just Mission Impossible yeah, 3. Yeah. So yeah. All right, let's dive right in. All right. We've got our, our stuff that we our list that we compare it to. All right, let's see. Let's start with movie breakdown. What'd you think? Movie breakdown. All let's right. try to be less in depth with this one because we always answer the next questions with this question. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So general movie breakdown. I think it opened up really well. First yeah. scene. Ooh. Wow. Uh-huh. If you're looking for a good hook with all the specs that 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 is a great opening scene yeah. great and hook the, um, the, the series usually has a great hook they would do that cool thing where they start with the end um but this one especially yeah. really mm-hmm. got me it was great mm-hmm. yeah i agree <laughs> it was very dramatic and very <laughs> if you good. haven't seen it watch it you know what we're talking about <laughs> exactly and i liked how um the first scene is stacked with the engagement party scene which is great because you don't know. I mean, obviously, you know to care because you realize that this is. I forget if she mentions that that she's his wife at that point. Anyway, you know this person is very important to Ethan right. at the moment. Yeah. And so, when it's stacked with oh engagement party, you're like, okay, shit, this is his. And you know But you like, don't know oh, it's his wife yet, but you know yeah. at least she's his fiance. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really good. Um, the plot points were on point with this movie. Great. It felt like the second half of the movie kind of dragged a little, but then it yeah. picked right back up at the climax, so that was I, good. I think um, like I felt that too because yeah. there was a well, point where I that was mine. yeah I, I noticed I was on my phone for a certain part or for for a mm-hmm. while, and I was like, in some ways, a telltale sign because yes, sometimes you're just like, oh, what did I get a notification? And then you realize, oh, I'm not on my phone for three minutes. Yes, yeah. like, wait a minute, what happened? What did they say? You know, and I had subtitles on, so exactly. I just like glance up if I wanted to. But yeah, I'd say opening, beautiful opening, and the flow. I was never bored technically. Um, I was like very. I wasn't necessarily riveted the whole time, but I was in the beginning. Um, I'd say right after they get out of Rome, is where I started to kind of lose attention. Oh my gosh, that's exactly yeah, same here. Right, right. Exactly. and then until um, they, well, until he has to rescue Jules, um, hmm. potentially. Um, or they and you know what's interesting that. is that um, which I guess yeah we're doing good we're still talking about the general movie breakdown we're not going into anything specific specific but um yeah right after Rome because that I was pausing the movie to make sure I could keep track of the plot points yeah. so first plot point is right there perfect like I think what was it yeah like forty minutes thirty five to forty minutes something like that yeah it was perfect um midpoint. Exactly, almost almost dead in the center of the movie, this is where it's supposed to be as midpoint yeah. as in the middle. Um, but yeah, right after Rome, it was right when they're in the van, and Lindsay, the, Lindsay's message gets transcribed, and yeah. she says that um, the message was from their their headquarters. Brussel, Brassel, Brassel. Brassel, I think Brassel, yeah. Yeah. Which we know was really Musgrave, but um, right. we used Brassel to right. do that. But um, do you remember his name? So that was the midpoint. Um, so yeah, that was the midpoint, and. Right after that scene, when they free 
Um, Damien, the bad guy. Yeah, I agree. That's that was right after Rome. Yeah. So um, it started to kind of drag a bit, which then picked up at the climax, at least for me. Yeah, no, for sure. Not for me too. Um, okay, so we didn't get anything too specific. There we go. I think that was one of our best general movie breakdowns. Yeah, so yeah, today. That was great. That okay. Yeah. Uh, character development. Now I know because it's a series and it's kind of just to get in there, shoot them up, guns and blazing movie. Um, the characters, like for instance, Benji Luther and Ethan's relationship as the series goes on, say in Fallout, it's just so on point. I love it. It's so cool. Um, it's cool to see because Benji wasn't really in this one. He was just like a little. No, little, I, was a little I was a little disappointed. I yeah. guess I haven't seen these movies for a while, so. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't realize I was like, I guess they make his character more prominent as the movies go. Right. But I was a little disappointed. I actually was missing him. I was like, where is he? And then he right. showed up at the end. Yeah. On the phone. And I was like, hey, there he is. There he is. He yeah. played his part, part, part well. Yeah. So okay, so development of the characters. I say Ethan, I mean, and it's hard because I wrote down in my notes. It's you can't approach this like a standalone movie in the sense of how they progress throughout the story. It's more of a I mean, you can approach it like that, sure. And you should, but it was since it's a series and it's more of a you don't really go for the massive depth, you more go for the fun and quasi depth, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd still say he went through a transformation though, and I loved I wrote down how they balanced it was almost like Exy, they balanced out how he loved his personal life so much, but he also liked his work life, you know. Where he mm -hmm. said before he goes into the field to get Lindsay, he's like, you know, no, no, was it after? I forget. But he goes to Luther. He's like, you know why I fell in love or I like being around Lindsay? Is it because she make or it makes me feel like life was before this, you know? As no, if for Jules. In some way. He's in some way entrapped, but yet he likes it, but he wishes he could be out just living normal, mm. but he still loves the mm -hmm. job. So it really spoke to some character conflict, which makes you really. Mm -hmm like him more because he's yes. actually conflicted and going through shit so yes that's i agree take yeah. away to add for him mm -hmm. i love yeah i love that too i love they get a they did a good job of um making ethan human yeah like they really hammered home and especially in the first portion of the movie um that that he is like from the engagement party to him feeling like he needs to go back to help and rescue Lindsay, and then he fails to rescue Lindsay. yes and that affects him the funeral flashbacks with him training her like um I feel like, and I don't remember the first two movies well enough, but I feel like this movie was a progression of his character. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's how they wrote it. Um, yeah. I can't. I should. It's been. It's been years. Yeah, I don't, I don't think well I ever enough. saw the second one. I saw um, the first one a while ago. But I feel like they did a good job. Even if, even though I can't really remember them, I feel like they did a good job of making him grow. Like his, throughout the series, his you know character arc is kind of long because they're making like eight of them. I think they're making two more now. Two more. Um, I looked it up the other night because I was trying. I was looking right. for the movie. Okay, well and that's cool. There's one. There's one coming out in 2023, and then they said there was one coming out in 2024. I was like, really? Oh, okay. I guess there's two more. That's something to look forward to. That's pretty cool. Exactly, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I thought they did a good job of uh, yeah, like Ethan growing as a character. Right, and so and he was really the only one who could grow because he's. Because Luther and Benji at this point don't really play very big roles. And I don't know who's Jeremy's character. I forget his name, but he doesn't come in until later. Like I think he's only in and I think he's only in one. 
He's only in Rogue Nation? Is I think he? he's only in Rogue Nation. That's true. He's not in Fallout. Because that's the one right yeah, after Rogue no. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, Ethan's I really feel honestly, honestly, from all of, I mean, aside from Ethan, um, Luther, and Benji, mm-hmm. there's a lot the other side characters kind of fluctuate. They're all in and out. Yeah. Um, there's nobody consistent. I really liked how the last two movies, they have been really consistent with the main cast. Yeah. And, and played really off. Like, like, they feel really connected, too, because, ah, uh, what's her name? Rebecca Ferguson's character. They meet her in. Yeah. Oh, what's that? What's it called? The it's one right before. Rogue Nation. No, Rogue Nation is the fifth one. What's the sixth one, though? Fallout. Fallout. They meet her in Fallout. And then Ghost Protocol is the last one that came out, right? No, Fallout was the last one that came out. With Henry Cavill. And then That's right. Ghost Protocols for Rogue Nation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, regardless of the number, whichever one, the last two that came out, I thought were really cohesive. Because mm-hmm. they meet Rebecca Ferguson's character, Rebecca Ferguson's character. Yeah. And then she's still in she's in the next one as well. And it's yeah. the relationships are played off each other. Yeah. They feel really connected. Um, which the other ones are, but I feel like not as much. Yeah. But sure. um Anyway, we're starting to talk about the whole series now. No, no. But, but yeah, when she comes on screen, she goes, do not fear. Fear is the mind killer. <laughs> no, 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 not, not in that movie. Like, Ron, not Ron that one. Jessica. Okay. Ron so protagonist and antagonist breakdown. I feel like, as you were saying, the antagonist really fit well. Like, he had that balance of, because he's just in one movie, he doesn't have to be super uber uber deep into Ethan's life to, even though he kind of was, mm-hmm. um, to like stick with him and haunt him or traumatize him for the entire series. It was he played his role for a single movie villain really well. But while he was mm-hmm. in it, he really packed a punch in kind of a weird way because there wasn't that many scenes of him with Ethan. It was really just those two, in like the middle and the end, like in the train or the plane. And then at the where they end, really yeah where they really have conversation right. and, aside from him just being kidnapped in Rome yeah right other, yeah other than that they're just kind of chasing him around or trying to find mm-hmm. him um, mm-hmm. but yet they really they were very impactful scenes yeah. yeah and when and because it's it's cool how you can the audience knows what's going to happen they just don't know well, they know what they know the end result but they don't know how it happens right is that's mm-hmm. always really potent because for instance when he's talking in the plane and he's like. I'm going to find whoever you love and I'm going to hurt her and I'm going to make her scream and everything. And you know, he does because of the beginning, you're kind of exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So how's he going to do that then? Cause you know, what's going to happen, yeah. but now you're like, mm-hmm. it's actually getting you know, ramping up. So mm-hmm. they played that really, really well. Um, and yeah, it was really cool to see how very, how little scenes they had together, but they still made it potent. Mm-hmm. I agree. And we have, we always say every, Every podcast we've done, the movie is only as good as the villain. Yes. Or whatever the villain is, be it one person or an entity or you know a group of people. Yeah. And um, for this movie being, you know, it's a series. You know, there's like quite a few of these movies. Right. Um, this this bad guy, really, yeah, really packed a punch. He was there for one movie, then he was gone. But he like he was he was uh, well well written, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, only the two scenes, but the dialogue, um, his, 
And this this actor, I mean, it's unfortunately he did pass away, I believe, a few years ago after, yeah, yeah, after yeah. the last Hunger Games movie, or no, before the last one came out. Um, but I've always, I always I always liked how he acted. How he's he was very dry. Characters. Yeah, he's got like kind of this dry flair to him. Yeah. So when that was used with um, Davian, it uh yeah it really it was almost eerie. Um, yeah, it, it came off really well, you know, as if he's 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 too calm to be a bad guy, but yeah. at, at the same time, it's why he's so calm and makes him even a more compelling bad guy because he's just. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would, I I kind of coined him in my notes. I was like, he's like a dangerous maniac. Yeah. Like he's not. He's calculating. You can almost tell he's not completely sane. Maybe he's like a maniac. Yeah. But he's calculated and he's right. smart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and how? Sorry, I also I yeah, love how good. he outsmarts them in the first scene. Yeah. And with the, well, in the first in the first interaction of them fighting against the bad guy forces. Yeah. He outsmarts them, and Lindsay dies, and it it, it helps the movie. It really increases like the urgency of the feel of right. the whole movie. Yeah. Like the you guys aren't out there kicking ass the whole time and winning all the time. Right. Like the first you want to see them, do. Which is which is really good. Like I, which is really good script writing too. Which I did. I had some good notes for that too because that's what you want to do. The good guys need yeah. to lose at the beginning, and then they need to overcome obstacles to win. So. Right. Exactly. That way they're not. Yeah. Like it doesn't get progressively easier as they just start on a high. Well, yeah. Then you, you don't care. Climate. Yeah, you, know? you don't care other because they're always winning. There's never any danger or urgency. Right. Which we've kind of talked about. That's why The Hobbit, the first or the the movies until the last one, because you know they're gonna die because of the books. Some of the right. dwarfs. Right. But like the first few, they go through crazy circumstances and they're just right. always winning. Like they're right. just you're destroying. Like, nobody's them, really in danger here. Unlike <laughs> exactly. The time, where you're like everyone's in danger and the movie is not afraid to kill people. That's exactly. Love. So you're kind of like whenever anyone's in danger, you're you're actually like worried and in the scene instead mm -hmm. of like, oh, we're gonna just glide through this, you know, with no danger, even though there's a million bad guys, but we're so cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that at all, unless it's a kids movie, which is that's different. But okay, is that is that your notes on a <laughs> protagonist and antagonist? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that's my breakdown. Into, moving into acting. I mean, it's all good. It's all it's all good. Mm -hmm. um, for for who everyone's supposed to be, it's insanely good. I think. Um, I think the uh, obviously I think Ethan is the best. Um, but the supporting role that say Luther played Benji a little bit. Uh, Luther, um, he was just a really good sounding board. I think because he's always because he, he's the only one that Ethan really talks to about his relationships. Mostly because Luther keeps bringing it up, but like their their dialogue just shows that they're not they're professional and not really trusting, but yet they're still totally trusting at the same time. Because mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. then they're just bantering like he doesn't. What does what does he say? Luther, uh, Ethan says, "I don't respect you enough <laughs> to tell you" or something. Uh, which mm, yeah, is, yeah. It's more of a joke, but it just goes mm -hmm. to say at the same time they're they're business buddies. They're not like real yes. life buddies but yeah getting there, you know exactly and i like the whole little um back and forth between them when yeah. he's putting on the fake davion head and you yeah. know all the makeup yeah. and he's like telling him you know it's not worth it i've done it yeah. you can't last more than two years in a relationship in this yeah. kind of line of work yeah and then he says luther i got married two days ago and he's like 
Congratulations. <laughs> But it, that dynamic between the two yeah. is great. And it's cool because with the rest of the movies, it gets better and better. Right. It grows. And, and, you know? and it's it's a really nice dynamic. So It's yeah, cool to go I, back I, I like, I like and that. see how it all started, right? And then you just know how cool it is in the future, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah. Uh, cinematography. Now, with a movie like this, it's just super fast and fun and flashy. And it, it did that really well. Because, I mean, it's J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. is directed by, so it's like, it's going it's gonna to deliver. Yeah. I, I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I like how um, there was a lot of close-up, shaky camera shots when it was really dramatic. Especially yeah. the first scene when they're showing oh, yeah. Ethan's face. Then they go to Davion's. Ethan, Davion. Yeah. Jewel is – or, uh, yeah, Jewel's not Jimmy. <laughs> Jewel's face. Yeah. <laughs> But then they they kept doing that throughout the movie as well. Yeah. Um, and it really and it was used like Abrams was obviously very good, so I felt like it was used perfectly yeah. at the right moments, and it really increased the urgency. Yeah. Um, Do you think? So yeah. This is this is different. This is a philosophical meaning, but this kind of just popped my head. Um, Ethan uses the face mask to imitate Devon. Davion. 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 I wrote it down. Devon. I think that's like a piece of French furniture. I have no idea. Yeah, Davion. Uh, that's what I wrote down. Okay. Right. A Davion. Um, so, so, and then Davion uses the same technology to fake it. Spoiler, huge spoiler. So, you know, sorry. Oh um, my gosh. You're so right. I forgot about that. He uses the same technology to fake that scenario. So it's like, is he equating, yeah. like, He's like, you used me against me. Now let me be crueler. And because he knows Ethan's Ethan, it would take a bullet for, he would just, he's incredibly dexterous. He's going to hurt him mm-hmm. even more by doing it to someone he loves instead of him. Mm-hmm. Someone totally innocent. So yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. I just, I just realized that off the top of my head. is like, so he uses the exact same technology to get back at Ethan you, and then using it to hurt even deeper by not doing it on Ethan, but doing it on something he loves, you know? That's and, uh, good. That's a good point. Well, at the same time, do doing the same thing he used to kill Lindsay in the past. So he's like bringing all of his hurts together into the climax. Like, I'm going to do the same thing. That's good. You, yeah, you're right. And then turn this, you turn your weapon against you on your wife and then do what I did to Lindsay to you. So like, that's kind of, I just, I just realized that. But that's that not really that's that's more meaning and script writing effort. Whatever that's say, that's so. great. Yeah. Um, which actually that's great because script writing is next. Um, yeah, and that true. fits right into script writing. Um, that's a great point. Wow, yeah, you're right. That's really cool. So wait, in terms of so are we analyzing the script based off of like it's mostly how the lines I guess that would be more in the acting segment of how I would say, yeah, so it's kind of like, kind of like how you would grade like an essay or something, you know, you grade it on structure and content. And so that's kind of what I think of when I say script writing. So, yeah, so for the structure of the script for the movie, Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Um, Like I said, I felt like the second half leading to the climax yeah. was a little flat. So from the midpoint to the second plot point, I felt like was a little flat. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the way um, 
they got the rabbit's foot or the way the way he got the rabbit's foot um was a little um not cliche i feel like it was a little rushed and they didn't yeah. even really show how it happened it's kind of like the movie was goes across the building yeah he gets it jumps out the window then they don't show you how it was more like they were saying don't focus so much on that focus more on the fact he's trying to save his wife so that was exactly. kind of yeah interesting how they did that i mean i didn't mind it, it also anything, but it was weird one yeah i agree one big kind of not a not a major beef i have with the movie but one of the biggest hurdles you could say i had with the movie <laughs> was uh they never really explain what it the is. rabbit's foot is yeah I like, feel like there's that, that more... there's that little benji's opinion you know he's like oh yeah you know the anti-god you know some some something that will bring about the end of the world and then right. he's like but that's just my opinion right. but then they never go further into it right and i felt like it, it was one of the weaker points of the of the movie mm-hmm. um it's still a very it's still a good movie and very interesting oh, and yeah. fun but i felt like that was kind of a hole a plot hole um i just wanted a little explanation as to what it could be and then they never i mean the very end of the movie ethan asked what's his name brassel yeah he's like what is it the head guy Extinct the guy from the matrix he asked the guy yeah. from the matrix <laughs> matrix um <laughs> what is it and he says come back and i'll tell you and you're kind of like no we want to know but at that point it would have been too late anyway for the for the for the structure of the movie no yeah but um i would say the only major script writing weakness one major plot hole i felt um was that right there um i also kind of thought it was um they tried the only reason why this sticks out is because they tried to make it not so and so it made you be like oh and it worse yeah kind of a hard fail there it yeah so it to make it go away but it just gets more red you know? exactly so declan and zen i believe her name is the whole movie they're kind of just there supporting yeah. characters yeah. they're the other spies you know yeah and they're fine and I then didn't even know their names so that's good good for you <laughs> very, well i i had to look at the subtitles to see what her name was Zen. oh yeah and yeah. i barely remembered his name was declan oh that's that right now i remember yeah, and that's only because Declan, the name stick out to me because I've I've read it in books and stuff, and it's a very yeah. Irish name, and yeah. he has an Irish accent. Right. But Royce. um, the the, the, the yeah, Royce, the moment that really stuck out to me, like a sore thumb, which made it not good. I think it was, was when they're in the they're in the van waiting yeah. for Tom Cruise to jump yes. out of the building, and the whole, what was it, cat prayer prayer, prayer thing? He's like, teach me, and then and he's like, teach me. Ethan comes out. And you're like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Yeah. These two characters are solely for support. And right. not a deep support like Benji or Luther. Yeah. They're no way special. And they kind of made that point obvious throughout the rest of the movie okay. until suddenly they're like, oh, wait, let's give them some depth. Right. It's like, wait, wait, wait. And they give you like a tiny little, little dusty, and you're like, this is yeah. way too late. And you're like, you're, I was watching that scene and I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. This is this is so out of place. It's painfully yeah. out of place. Yeah. Um it's a little yeah, so, it was a little way too late in the movie to do anything like that. Uh because yeah. at that point you're purely focused on Ethan getting to his wife because you know what's gonna happen exactly. at the beginning scene. Exactly. So you're kind of like focused on that totally. Uh and, and what's so funny about it. Yeah. It was kind of what's funny random. about it is 
it reminded me of what I tried to do when I was 17 writing stories. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's what I did. I thought yeah. that I could stick in a little heartfelt conversation with right. two side characters right. with some emotional meaning. And I was fine. Right. I thought, oh, that's it. Perfect. Yeah. They're done. Yeah, yeah. And so when I saw that, I laughed. I was like, oh, that's place yeah, it was, it was off. Way yeah. off. Yeah. So, Rabbit's Foot in that scene, aside from that, script writing I felt was... was yeah, aside from that, I mean, I'd say it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, musica. What do you think of music? Music. Um, okay. What the was classic, the, the main theme? Uh, the classic main theme is iconic. And so, yeah. that gives uh, it points right there. Because right. that is just, it's a beautiful main theme. Yeah. And it's in all of them. Yeah, um, aside it kind of gets that, you going, you know. It, it plays yeah, and you're like, yeah, here we go. This will be great. <laughs> you know, yeah, here it's we go. Fun, you know, it's very uh -huh. fun music. Yeah, yeah, it is very fun. Yeah. Um, aside from that, and actually, I thought about that too, because after that really dramatic first scene, then they played the opening credit music with that theme. Yes. Um, and I was like, okay, so they go, if that theme didn't play, you would be like, this is a very dark movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the theme plays, and you're like, okay, this is Mission Impossible. Yeah, it kind of brings so it back down to be, the level of what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's like, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a dark, morbid movie. Right. You know, it's not going to be like the Dark Knight, you know? Right, Like right. more of a darker feel. It's going to be, it's going to have that fun flair, which I thought was good. Yeah. But anyway, aside from the main theme, I don't really remember much of the music. Yeah, it was just... I felt, I mean, it fit. I mean, it, it did its job, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel, but, yeah, it was just very, aside from the main theme, it was just like very fast-paced, foot chase, car chase music that, you know, kind of just goes to the back of your brain because it doesn't really mean much, you know, it doesn't really stick out. But yeah, I'd say the same thing. Main theme was really the only good music in the movie, I think. Um, okay. <laughs> Philosophical meaning by the whole thing. Hmm. Um, What'd you get? I was thinking like going back to showing Ethan's struggle with his personal life and his work life. Um, mm -hmm. But for, as far as like a philosophical meaning, like that's kind of as deep as I could go, but like for like philosophical, um, I guess I don't really know. It wasn't like a, like, like a defiance where it's like literally defying death on multiple occasions mm -hmm. in your face. Mm -hmm. It was more of just a shoot 'em up fun movie, but at the same time, there was that. I wrote, um, oh, what was what did I say verbatim? It was, uh, it's mostly just fun explosions, but there's just enough depth to make it compelling. You know, mm -hmm. I put that. So that's good. Um, but also, I said obviously you're not going in expecting something like as deep as Fight Club or Defiance. Like it's you know if you're going to see Mission Impossible, it's not about the philosophy. You know, it's about you know, mm -hmm. it's a fun joyride with enough depth to make it compelling. Um, so yeah, philosophical meaning. I couldn't really find one. It was more of just uh, be the bad guy and succeed or something. I don't know what you get. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much what I got too. <laughs> yeah, I put down. I was like um, a possible, you know, deeper meaning. I was like, no matter how much somebody or a hero wants normalcy or the feeling of peace, knowing that they can do something to help. Yeah. It's too great of a feeling. They can't stand the sidelines when they know they can do something to fight right. the bad guy. Okay. Then I was like, right. maybe, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was like, maybe. Like question you know? mark at the end of that. <laughs> like you said, like you said, um, yeah, it was um, just enough to keep it compelling. And I yeah. feel like, yeah, it wasn't that kind of movie. It was more 
Um, like they could get away with good guy fights evil mm-hmm. to protect what he loves. Right. And that's like the meaning. And that that's like the point. Like, you know, right. Take that into your life if you want. Like, you know, that could be the what the what you would draw from it if you were looking for exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, yeah. I mean, it was uh not a very deep one. It was well, yeah, and I more mean, surface level, but it worked for the movie because that's kind of like the movie right. is is more of a joyride sort of yeah. sort of feel. As we said uh, last week too, it's like I don't want to judge the movie based on how well I liked it, but more on how well they succeeded at the message they were trying to spread. So exactly, knew yeah. this is this which is, is why Fight Club passed when we didn't think it would. Yeah, yeah like this is not going to be some major thought provoker, and it achieved what it set out to do very, very well. So mm-hmm. um, I agree. Are you yeah. ready to for, do this? for sure? You ready to give them the rating? All right. All right. Time. All right. Would you like to Does it pass the gauntlet? It? We are now. Actually, no, the movie ran the gauntlet already. We're just grading it now. Yeah. All right. You take while I go through. Yeah. All right. Movie breakdown. What do you give it? A yes or no? Check mark or X? What does it get? Yes. You give it a yes. Give it a yes. Purely because of i mean the way it was structured as i said it satisfied what it was supposed to satisfy i think mm-hmm. good job. okay um i am going to give it a no, a no. solely for the reason <sighs> oh dear. although i did like the movie and the characters are great mm-hmm. solely for the reason that i feel like you're really brushing up with danger on the movie department if your whole second act kind of flops True. Yeah. So that's why I'll give it a no. Although it had enough aside from that to pull it through, but that's why I'll give the general movie breakdown a no. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Category two character development. Character what development. do you got? I'm going to give it X. Because okay. there's really only one, <laughs> only one character to really develop. And I mean, it, it was a good movie for developing him, but I feel like maybe they could have done a better job developing like Luther and Benji at the same time. I don't know, like a, mm-hmm. or making okay. it more, not just focused on one guy, which there's no problem with that, but I, I was looking for a little more interaction and growth of more characters at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really good. Cause I was gonna give it a yes because of the reason that I went into the movie thinking that it wouldn't be, and I was really pleasantly surprised how much they did focus on developing Ethan before the movie really got going. Okay. But I agree, though, that, yeah, it was really only Ethan. Yeah. And so if I had gone into the movie with a different mindset, I think, I would have probably had to fail or give it an X and right. say no. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. you're right, it is kind of only Ethan. And for most movies, that wouldn't really work. But yeah, I really was pleasantly surprised at how they did it with him. So... I will give it a a, a yes, a check, a check mark on that. All right. Next category, protagonist and antagonist breakdown. What do you got? I mean, I got to give it a check purely because of what I was saying about, I was going to say Plutarch. Davin? Davon? (laughs) Davian. Davian. Okay, Davian. It's not as French as I thought. It's not Davon. Think of Damien with a V. So David and Okay, Davian. Um, yeah, just because, well, 
well, Ethan's development maybe didn't, wasn't up to snuff for my standards for development as a protagonist it was in the film and an mm-hmm. antagonist like Davian uh, worked really well. So I'm going to check. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a check as well because okay. I, yeah, again, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. For this kind of feel of movie and with seven or eight or whatever the final number is going to be. Yeah. To have a bad guy who is the, like really concise and comes in with a bang. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually threatening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Acting. Next. Acting. What do you got? I'm gonna check. I mean, it was it was good. You know, wasn't stellar, but I mean, I mean, it pretty much was. I mean, how much better can you really get um, than like a Tom Cruise or something like that? You know. Mm-hmm. So I'll give I'll give it a check. I will uh, give it a check as well. He had some emotional yeah. emotional scenes. Yeah, he he. Um, <laughs> I was kind of yeah, like you like emotional. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I would get. Uh, I'm gonna say it three times now. Pleasantly surprised. No, I liked how. This movie really like like the first scene, mm. like yeah. Ethan is tied to the chair in tears, pleading for his wife's life. Right, and that was good acting. So right. I will give it a yes. And yeah. then the supporting characters, aside from Declan and Zen, which were fine for the most part, mm. there were maybe a few lines throughout the movie that were a little flat. But I, just, I that's more on script writing. Yeah. But for but the acting, everybody is supporting Ethan. Right, yeah. and yeah. everyone check mark there. Okay, cool check. Cinematography, what do you, what say you? I, okay, it's, it's purely a pet peeve of mine. I've never really been a fan of shaky cam, especially after seeing the Bourne movies. Uh, <laughs> yes. you for life. Yeah. Cause uh, I remember even that we saw that years ago, like yeah. you were probably 12 or 13 yeah, and I was like, like 15 or 16. Yeah. And you said immediately, you were like, I didn't like the movies. They were too shaky. This was dumb. This was dumb. I was like, oh, what are yeah. you saying? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I like this. What's going movies. on in the fight? How would you watch the movie if it's too shaky to see the damn thing? Anyway, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's a fair point. Fair Eventually. point. Um, okay. But yeah, cinematography, I'm going to give it X. Yeah, purely because of what I said. You know, it's like too, okay. too, too shaky, I think. But that's I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. Me being pathetic, but but I don't like it. So (laughs) we're gonna do it. (laughs) And you gotta you gotta judge it based on you know, and the the bottom line is what you like. Right, right. This is just our opinion. So I'm gonna give it a check mark, a yes, the good old yes. Yes. For the reason you gave it a no. Okay. Um, I liked I liked the um, the times when they were close up, shaky camera. <laughs> we'll check yeah. for uh, those intense scenes. I felt like it increased the urgency. And it wasn't all the time, obviously, that oh, I yeah. noticed. But uh, it, that paired with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Okay, cool. Just... All right, script writing. It did what? <laughs> it didn't really speak, if you will. Um, I mean, it did. It did. You know what? I don't know. I don't have to give it. I think I'm going to give it. A, I'm going to give it an X, purely because um, it was a little flat, kind of like I was saying. Mm. I mean, in, in the right moment, it was good in the right moments, 
Um, and it's it, it 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 was cohesive with what the characters were saying to each other, but at the same extent, I when I kind of lost interest, it was on my phone. You know, mm-hmm. nothing really brought me back except for I think it was the music and the explosions, and I looked back up again. It wasn't really what anyone was saying. So mm-hmm. you give it a give it an X. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it an X as well because of the reason I gave the general breakdown an X. I feel like script writing wise, yeah. If your writing makes the whole second act kind of flat, yeah. I, I just can't I can't have that pass. Um, so yeah, well, I feel like I feel like what really I mean, not that this was a bad movie. I, I'm we're being really critical here because that's our point. that's our job. Like we're yeah. we're reviewing the movie. We're yeah. tearing it apart. You know. All the good and bad. All the good and bad is on display. Yeah. But um, I feel like what really saved it, because these moments were on point and really good, were the plot points. They were yeah. right where they needed to be. There was the hook, first plot point, midpoint, second plot point, climax, right. all where they needed to be, and they were all very good and well done. Yeah. And so I feel like that really filled in for the flatness and some of the holes. Yeah. Of the plot and of the script writing. No, I feel so, yeah, too. But that being okay. said, the general script writing, if half of it is flat, yeah, I gotta say no. Yeah. All right. Gotta say it. Music. 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 What'd you say? <laughs> oh wait, no, I'll say, um I ah, I hate to be a stickler, but I gotta give it an X because the only really thing, okay. That's, that's, notwithstanding the theme, because the theme is in every single one of them, and it's really good. Um, but if if you can't remember the music in the movie, and I mean, like, if you see it one time, you can't remember it because you're not supposed to be able to recall every movie theme, uh, you know, instantly. Mm-hmm. But uh, to me, you know, if yeah, I feel like, like yeah, not like super moving at the parts where it should be. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I gotta give it an X. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Ah. I'm gonna give it an X because the same. I think the same thing. Um, I feel like, and this is really critical. And I understand some Very. people might be like, "I'm crazy," yeah. but I feel like for music to pass, mm. and this is gonna be hard for most movies we do, which is fine because yeah. most everything else will probably pass. You know, right. yeah. and we're not gonna run into many movies, hopefully, where we're like, "This movie sucks." Oh yeah. X them all, you know. Um, and I feel like the, the for the movie to pass music wise for me, and probably for you too, because you just kind of explained this. Yeah. I want to have a moment in the movie where I am the music is one of the only things I notice. Yes. And where and where I'm like, whoa, this music is hitting hard right now. Yes. And it might be and- it might just be one moment. But I feel like that is really important. You only need one. I feel like, at least for me, because for instance, like, I don't know what the context of the scene would be, but let's say it's an emotional scene or not even emotional. There's two characters, say, and it's maybe it's after some big scene and they're kind of talking. And it's a bonding moment for the characters. And one person says something, maybe. And after they say it, the other character kind of just looks at them before responding. And the theme is playing and it crescendos mm-hmm. quietly. But as he says it, and then the other character responds, and it kind of makes it mean like the, the emotion and interaction of the characters and the music go hand in hand. It's like so it's it like, bonds the character right. with the music. Yes. So it's like it's like they're one and the same, where if if uh, mm-hmm. 
you have this electric energy that is the character's energy because the music's kind of going in the background and you always notice it, right? So I'm thinking if it, if it, I don't know, if it crescendos or just plays the theme strongly, but quietly maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Like what's a good example of that? Like say in the cruise, um, there's a lot of instances because I love the music in the cruise so much. That, mu- that music, we that music is. I thought phenomenal. it would be slowed down, but then we saw it. And oh. I was like, what the hell? This is amazing. Um, the first great. one, not the second one. Um, but there's certain moments where it's like I said, where the theme comes in and as characters are talking meaningfully and you're just kind of like that's it that's the moment where it really cements into your heart yeah you know or or so yeah or where like it it puts an exclamation mark on the end of a scene yeah like so one that sticks out of my mind um well actually it's in both infinity war and again the first one infinity war the one of the big battles of wakanda Mm -hmm. thor comes out you know yeah blast of lightning mm-hmm. and he says bring me thanos you know yeah. big yell he yeah. jumps up hits the ground and the main theme plays right there right. it's like right. and it's just blasting and then an yeah. end game right after captain america says avengers assemble yeah they all like, scream and charge and the right. music the theme is blasting right and it's those moments where you're just like the music is right. just bringing it all together right. and defiance and it, had a few of those moments as well which is yeah. why we had passed um, exactly and almost in, a, in that movie, almost in a deeper sense, yeah. where it's like almost like a painful, just like right. emotionally, like, kind of uh, you know? yeah, yeah, because it's like this music is like pain almost. Mm. It's yeah, it's like the expression. It's, it's showing what the, the expression is mentally, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, which and I mean to have a moment. We're spending a lot of time on music, but we're really into music. Um, like you guys need to understand where we're coming from. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so in order to have like a big payoff, like say in Endgame when everyone's charging and have to have the music hit you that hard, you got to have little instances leading up to the climax and throughout yes. all the movies. Yes. Of yes. you, because then your subconscious is going to remember the good, happy feeling of when you heard the music. It's all going to come together subconsciously in an instant in your brain, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to feel it. Like Disney does that. In, amazing way it's like you when you just you have all these positive hits of the theme playing and then at the end when it crescendos together your brain will wrap all those together and feel everything good about said moment you know yes so that's what needs to happen more yes i, I agree so much yeah. yes that's that's a beautiful uh, explanation yeah, yeah i agree um yeah and i feel i think you know now that we're talking about it, I'm pretty, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't remember. And maybe I'm completely wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised if as the movies progress and, you know, each one comes out, they probably put the main theme into climactic moments of the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the main theme is so famous. And, and I feel like it's almost like that had to have happened aside yeah. from just having to be the credit music or yeah. opening credit music. And calmer um, variations of it too, like in quiet moments where you can hear it yeah as it like Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah yeah, they probably will yeah i hope so yeah Um, and i I plan we should probably i mean i want to do a few others of these this series oh yeah Um, gonna touch on especially the newer ones um i just kind of want to get our feet wet and go with the third one because it's a little more recent the first two are i mean they're pretty old um yeah movie two not too old yeah. But um, I felt like the third one was one of the most interesting of the first few. Yeah, anyway, I liked it a lot. But um, anyway, so yeah, music for both of us, X. X, yeah. Zero points on that one. 
All right. The big juice egg. All right. The last um, one. The point, the meaning, philosophical meaning, depth. I'm not going to look at this. So I can't tell what this final score will be, so I'm not going to look. Uh, I, I got to give it an X purely because okay. I couldn't find it. You know, maybe that's just okay. me being stupid. But, um, or maybe it's because there wasn't really supposed to be a major one. But uh, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I started. Yeah, I got to go next. And I know it's not supposed to move you necessarily because it's, a, it's an MI film. I'm going to give it an X as well, based on, yeah, same as you. Um, yeah. It was hard to find one. But the thing is, the movie was the, one of those where it didn't really need a deep one and it worked. So I feel like we need a little caveat here. Um, just because the movie doesn't pass, <laughs> the gauntlet that we've concocted doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Not it just all. means that it just movie. means that it really we have a certain me and you, you know, we have a certain standard. We have a certain standard. And our standard to most people to most yes, exactly. Yeah. To most people, our standard is ridiculous. Yeah. But I feel like that's what makes it unique and kind of puts us on the level of being nerdy about it, which I oh, think yeah. is kind of fun. Yeah. And I like that about it. Um yeah. And I don't care. That's just, just like this is how I feel about it, and we yeah. agree on a lot of things of that, which is also, why I made the podcast. I felt like but, way too many movies were passing, and it wasn't as intriguing as it could have been. So I'm being a little like, strict. And I, yeah, I, very, I think that's very, a good that's a good good idea. I'm very very strict on, on what I actually like. So mm -hmm. yeah, do you want to know the final tally? I feel like it might be uglier than we think. It's it, yeah, a little bit. Okay, so. Okay. Did it pass? Did, okay, did MI3 run the gauntlet and survive? No. No, it didn't. It, it died. It fell in space. Oh, what was the score? What was the final score? We have nine X's and seven checks. Whoa. Yeah, so that's surprising because Fight Club passed, and I really did not like Fight Club, and I really liked this one. So... That's but that's, that that kind of speaks to our system, which which is kind of cool, yeah. maybe or weird. We appreciate like, the, we, we because like we appreciate, deeper. which is actually what I say at the beginning of the podcast is not just deeper. it's a movie we liked it, but why and we go deeper. Yes, so yes, yes. Kind of cool because the Fight Club. Yeah, neither of us really liked it, mm -hmm. but what it was trying to bring home, I th right. it really did. Right. And so that made the points stack up. I feel like. Right. This yeah. one, we liked it. We liked the characters and the flow. It's fun, but yeah. it, the points were against it. Oh my gosh, that's cool. That's crazy. That's kinda, I, kinda, I figured it I was. I kind of like that dynamic, though. Yeah, that's kind of sad, you know. Oh well. Well, I mean, it is what it is. You know, we can't <laughs> undo the votes. It's already happened. It is what it is. The clubs have already been swung. It's impossible. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I mean. If y'all want to see us do another one of these uh, MI films from this series, just let us know. And which one, you know, which one you want to see first. Because I don't know when we'll do a next one of these from this series. Yeah, I just I want to do another one soon, at least. And on YouTube, and yeah. Yeah. Because I'd love to see one pass. Yeah. Like, I, just, yeah. I love these films. I like these, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us on this week's Gauntlet podcast and join us next time. And uh, if you have any suggestions for movies you'd like to see us review, if, uh, well, if 
you're on YouTube, just comment below and yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see you then. All right, cool. Ciao.